0: What If World is supported by our sponsors, and by listeners like you, on Patreon. What if kittens built the glockenspiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We wel- Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Annalise.
1: I'm seven, and I like Rapunzel. And my What If World question is, what is the short could the she can move by themselves. That was Annalise. She's seven years old. She likes Rapunzel, and her What If question is, What if restaurants could move by themselves? Thank you.
0: (laughs) Oh, Annalise, you are in my head. You must know that I really love fairy tales. And restaurants moving by themselves, that is so creative. Since we took Thanksgiving off, I think I want to get straight to our story today. What if restaurants could move by themselves? If you ever take a trip to What If World, I suggest you visit the town of Chewville, where restaurants of all shapes and sizes, of all styles and cultures and fusions, get together to pick you up. Anytime, day or night, you can hang out in the Hungry Hall and have a whole slew of restaurants pass you by, all yelping out their yap reviews and trying to get you to eat their food. It's quite an experience, though I'm not so fond of all the yaps. However, this story takes place long before Chewville was the manja metropolis of what-if world. Long before most towns had restaurants at every block. Back when one restaurant could be king or queen of their little town for decades. And the most popular restaurant at that time was Dame Goodgrill. She looked no bigger than a hut. And stood or squatted on two long chicken legs, and she served up the meanest meats in town. Oh, it's wonderful having everyone love your food most of all," said Dame Goodgrill. This was before Yap reviews, so you kinda just had to take her word for it. But there was one couple eating inside her cramped little hut who had heard differently. These wings are fine, honey, but have you heard of that? Baby restaurant being born? You mean Rapunziti? Oh, I'm so excited for her. Chewville's never had good Italian food. What? Dame Goodgrill heard them talking inside of her. The little restaurant balanced on one of its long chicken legs and reached in with its other big, taloned foot to pluck the couple out. What's this about a baby restaurant being born? Oh, it's just rapuns. Shh, honey, she'll be jealous. Yeah, I mean, it's just rap puns. They don't serve food, you just go and hear bad rapping. We don't serve dinner, unless you're a winner. But maybe not then, unless you bring a hen. If you're hungry, you can clap while we make bad rap. That is awfully bad rap. But I need to see this for myself. And Dame Goodgrill shook a handful of patrons out of her hut and stomped on her long legs all the way over to where Rapunzidi had been born or rather built actually I don't know where restaurants come from and there she sat a tiny golden cottage no bigger than a shed and out of her back window stretched long pale tubes of ziti that wove in tight little curves through the meadow behind her ah! cried Dame Goodgrill and the little cottage looked up at her with streakless window eyes. Eh? Why, you're not a rapping restaurant at all! You're a real restaurant. You're going to steal my business! And then I will wither away. And in a flash of jealousy, Dame Goodgrill balanced on one of its giant chicken feet again and used the other leg to scoop up the little cottage. Then the chicken-legged hut, Hopped awkwardly, Rapunziti in hand, all the way to the highest tower in Chewville. It took Goodgrill many hours, using just chicken legs and long, tender trails of pasta. But she managed to stick that little cottage on top of that tall tower where no one could reach it. Except Dame Goodgrill, but only when she stood on the tippy toes of her long chicken legs. Many years went by, and Rapunzel grew into a fine cottage restaurant, but no one ever knew about her. However, Dame Goodgrill did suddenly add pasta to its menu. And through the years, despite all Dame Goodgrill's efforts, a few new restaurants did open up. One of them was called Prince Pepperoni, and he yelped out his own yap review to a pair of passers by. Hey, don't you two love red brick bistros, huh? What about pepperoni? I'm practically made of it. Get in here. Well, we have always wanted Italian food. Ever since that wrapping restaurant went missing. Didn't we make the wrapping part up, honey? That's right. It was just a baby Italian restaurant. Ah, you don't mean Princess Pepperoncini, do you? Who wants mildly spicy vegetables on a pizza, right? No, it wasn't that. I think it was meant to be a pasta place, sort of. But isn't Dame Goodgrill the only pasta in town? Asked Prince Pepperoni. Some say they locked Rapunziti away in a tall tower. I gotta find her. And the heavy little red brick bistro strapped on six sets of double-wide pepperoni wheels and took off toward the oldest tower in town. Dame Goodgrill was standing at the end of the meadow, on her tippy-talon toes, just high enough to reach Rapunziti's pasta. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, come out to meet me. I really should have developed a better rhyme. Too bad you're not a rapping restaurant, Mom, said Rapunziti, pushing herself around with her long, ziti tubes of hair to face the woman she thought was her mother. A rapping restaurant? Where have you ever heard of such a thing? Oh, mummy, don't put on your evil witch voice. I'm a grown-up restaurant now. I have ideas of my own. As long as those ideas aren't about leaving your tower. But Mother Goodgrill, it's my birthday. Which is why I bought you this book I wrote. 101 fun trapped-in-tower activities. Mummy, this is all chicken scratch. Well, it's more legible than ZT Scratch, and you'll notice none of those activities involve asking to leave your tower. But why? Hmm, Let's see if asking why is one of the fun activities in this book. Flip, flip, flip. Nope! And still balancing on one of her taloned feet, Mother Goodgrill pushed the little book into the cottage. Then the chicken-legged hut snatched a long stretch of pasta and plucked it right off of Rapunziti. Ow! I'm sorry, my daughter, but there are many dangerous restaurants in the world, and I'm just trying to keep you safe. I sell your pasta hair on special, but if someone were to discover a whole restaurant full, well, I just don't know what would happen to you. I know, Mother. And Rapunziti turned herself around. Leaving Good Grill to squat down and stalk away. <laughs> I'll never get to leave this place, cried Rapunziti as her mother stalked out of sight. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, come out to meet me. It was Prince Pepperoni. The curtain snapped away from Rapunziti's window eyes. Who are you? What are you doing here? Are you a bad restaurant? Ooh, ouch. The way I see it, your mom's the only bad restaurant in town, keeping you locked up like this. It's no gooder. What's the matter? Never heard a joke before. Certainly not today, said Rapunzi with a wink. Ooh, you got fire. Ha! Probably how you cooked that pasta. Okay, go ahead and let down that ZD and I'll uh, climb on up there. We'll bing, bam, boom, get you all rescued up. Excuse me? Yeah, I let down that ZD hair. How else am I supposed to get up there? So I'm supposed to support your entire weight with my hair. Ow, I may have put on a few bricks, but uh, I think if I'm going to save you, the least you can do is give me a climb. Who says I need you to save me? That's it. I'm out of here. And Prince Pepperoni turned around on his six double-wide pepperoni wheels and sped off back to the center of Chewville. Light jazz music carried through the night air as Prince Pepperoni came to rest in his usual spot, a short line of customers waiting for him to open. Hey there, Prince. I thought you were going to be late.
1: Eh, Keep dreaming, Duke Beef Wellington. My pizza lovers ain't going to get anywhere near your jazz. They will when they learn it's paired with... A nice, heavy, doughy, pate-covered
0: cut of the finest beef in town. No. Ugh, I'll pass. And Prince Pepperoni fired up his brick oven and flung open his doors. Aw, man. Hey, listen. Jazz and beef wellington is almost a perfect combination. Everybody knows it. That's true. That's very true. But maybe you're just missing that special pasta dish. Ever think of that? Dame good grill is the only pasta in town. Everybody knows
1: that. Well then I got a story for you.
0: Rapunzidi stared longingly at the center of town, where the distant sounds of laughter and dining and jazz drifted towards her. <sighs> only the jazz part seemed to be getting louder. ba de doo ba skits a, beef, a, foo, foo, a moo cow, oh, yeah. And three purple bull statues Drag the matching purple painted nightclub behind them It was Duke Beef Wellington Come to rescue Rapunziti Hi there, I like your music Everybody loves jazz Except everybody who doesn't <laughs> I've often heard you play from far away Who are you? Name's Duke Beef Wellington. And I know all about you. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, come out to meet me. Ew, I'm already here. Why did you have to say that? I don't know, it's like magic word or something. Then you let down your hair and... Did Prince Pepperoni put you up to this? He just said you you had nice pasta. And that's all you care about, pasta? No, I just came here to help you. Okay, and how are you going to help now? Well, I was thinking you could let down your Zidi hair and... What, and those three bull statues attached to you are going to climb up it? No, nothing like that. I have half a brain. My three strong bulls will take that pasta and give it a mighty pull until you come right down off of that tower. Wow. And then what happens? Um, uh, I I don't know. Then we... Open a little Pasta Wellington place, and, uh... I'm not gonna run off with you just because you do one decent thing for me. Oh, you're right. (laughs) You'll be free to go your own way if you prefer. I think I'll probably go about a hundred different ways. When your bulls pull me down and I smash into a hundred pieces! I, what, uh... But, uh... I was smart. Wow, maybe my mom was right. Parents are right every now and then. I'm sorry I couldn't help, princess. I really am. Please don't call me princess. Oh. Oh, no, I- I'm sorry, too. You you came here to help, and I do appreciate it. I just don't think you've thought this through. Well, I uh, think thinking's like jazz. Kind of keeps going, and you never know where it's going to end up. scooby did doo I didn't know what to do,
1: and I'm going to go boo hoo all the way back to Juveville,
0: yeah. I think he meant that bad thinking is kind of like bad jazz. Isn't there anyone with a half decent idea around? Rapunziti, come round to meet me! I shouldn't have asked. And Rapunziti turned around to see a miniature wooden castle, no bigger than most restaurants, propped up on four dancing croissant booties. I am King Croissant. Sorry, King Croissant. Uh, Croissant. <laughs> I'm sorry, King Croissant. Uh, uh, uh. King croissant. King croissant. uh, King Croissant. King Croissant. King Croissant. Um, 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 um. King Croissant. King Croissant. King Croissant. King Very good. What, so you can hurt me climbing up or hurt me pulling me down?
1: King Croissant. Is a gentleman. I will climb up, but then I will pull us both down.
0: See? No, that's like the worst part of the last two plans put together. You think so little of me, mademoiselle.
1: But no. I will make sure only one of us gets crushed in the fall. Um, which one? We will not be sure until we hit the ground, no? What? I will hope that it is me, however.
0: That is a... I don't want you to get crushed either.
1: But you are a damsel in distress.
0: I must come to your rescue. No, no, you mustn't. Just, please go. Only, could you leave those giant, cute croissant booties?
1: My shoes? Mademoiselle! A king would never give up his shoes unless... Ding! His new
0: shoes had just finished baking. Okay, here you go. And king Croissant left his four giant fluffy booties at the base of her tower, before pulling out four warm, freshly baked ones and walking off on them. It was morning now, as the little castle waddled out of the meadow. All right, my Myziti may not have been able to lift a bistro, or a bunch of bowls, or a castle, but maybe it can hold me for a minute. She heard Mother Good Girl squawk in the distance. Oh no! She's gonna come to get today's pasta soon. And Rapunziti lashed out with every long tube of Zidi she'd ever saved, wrapping them around herself and the tower. Then she slowly, strainedly, creakingly started shimmying her way down the old tower. She could hear the distant stomping and crashing of Mother Goodgrill walking through the woods. Oh, she'll make it to the clearing any minute! she moved faster. Older, staler bits of pasta cracked against the stone tower as she climbed down, and her grip loosened, and she slid down. She whipped up some tiny, doughy strands of ziti in an instant and flung them out of her kitchen. They slowed her down just enough to see Mother Goodkrill enter the meadow. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, you can't defeat me! That's not a great rhyme, Mom. Roar! And her long chicken legs stretched in the little old hut, sprinted toward the tower. Well, it's now or never. And Rapunziti loosened her strands of pasta just enough that she started a slow slide down the tower. Snap! Crack! Crunch! The friction of the stone was breaking her pasta strands one by one, and suddenly that slow slide was a fast crash, but. <clears throat> she was already landing atop four giant, fluffy croissants. Other than her broken hair, she was fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. Not for long. And Mother Good Grill leaned over her daughter. I'm not afraid of you. And you can't stick me back up there. All right. Then you can stay here and just keep giving me your pasta every... No. The Good Grill won't be serving pasta anymore. But I will. No. Did one of those other restaurants put you up to this? Don't think I didn't see those croissants. Mom, it's pronounced croissant. And no... They all wanted to help me for the wrong reasons, but you just wanted to help yourself. But I kept you safe. I made you books. And you taught me everything I know, but you can't stop me from growing up, and you can't stop yourself from getting older. It's time we both lived our lives, Good Grill. Mother, Good Grill? Maybe when you start acting like one. Fine, go run to your other restaurants. I think I need to be my own restaurant for a while. Besides, I didn't need any of them to escape. What about me? It was the stone tower she'd slid down. You're a restaurant?
1: I used to be. And you couldn't have
0: gotten down if I hadn't stood strong. And I also could have not been trapped if you hadn't stood at all. See ya! and Rapunziti stretched out her short strands of pasta to march herself, spider-like, out of the meadow.
1: Hey, good grill. what do you want? If your menu needs a new special, I make a mean stone
0: soup. Oh, good gravy. The end. (laughs) All right, Annalise, I hope you liked your wacky fairy tale. Folks at home, it's the holiday season. And we want to give you the gift of the best stories we can make. So please rate and review us on iTunes. Let us know what you think. And we'll be doing a big mailing this month to all of our Patreon members. So if you want the gift of exclusive stories and rewards, go to patreon.com whatifworld. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer. Craig Martinson for our perfect theme song. Jason O'Keefe for our artwork. And all you kids at home who try to solve your problems the right way, which isn't always the same as the easy way. Until we meet again, keep wondering. What if world, this is-